Welcome to episode 22 of The Last Man in Lagos. It's your boy Toby, and I'm out here with my G. Alright, this is my introduce yourself, dog. Hi, my name is Aureo. You know the vibes. <laughs> Man, not so formal. But yeah, uh, you guys, you missed out on a very, very, very fresh uh, jam yeah, session. Yeah, <laughs> He said no so formal. So the guys there can be thinking this guy is a formal guy. <laughs> guy I didn't mean to bro, my bad. Yo, but you guys, I was wanna I was gonna say that yo, this podcast, we need to add like a jam session because before we actually hit record, we listen to some music. But I don't think like I can actually do that, I'll put that live on air. Probably have this like council or yeah, copyright stuff. But there should be a way around it. Maybe if it's like guys that I know that sign off. I don't know, I'll do the research. Because like the music we played now, you just put me in a different mind, mind mindset entirely. Kind of changed, you know, the game plan I had for this episode. And one thing I was thinking about was like, was I was listening to Mali Berry. I know Mali Berry is always thinking about like love and shorties and pies and stuff. And I was thinking about this meme I saw on Twitter. You, you know, I, I can't remember what song it is. Maybe it's uh, Chris Brown and T Pain. But basically, what was happening was that Chris Brown stepped out and he started dancing for his girl to like get her back. You get what I'm saying? And basically, uh, what I'm going with this was like, well, could you do it? You want me to dance like Chris Brown? Not for me, but like, I mean, like, could you do something like that to get a girl back? Like, a sh- like an act of, you know, an act of love, maybe, you know, something like that. I get what you mean. Like something. Something spontaneous. I'd like, think, I'd like to think that I can like someone to the point where I can do that. Do you know what I mean? Uh huh. I feel like that's my problem right now because, bro, I used to shackle self. I don't know if I can shackle for anybody right now, so. Is there a thing where like you, you you you've like created like okay for me to get to level and and for anybody listening, we doesn't obviously have to be like dancing specifically. I think the idea here is like some kind of romantic over the top gesture that's spontaneous for someone. But I think the question is like, is it that like you haven't really figured out if you ever felt like that for someone or like is the thing where you're like you're holding off or you're reserving it? for later on what do you think i just feel like i've been right i've been in a relationship yeah and i didn't do it so now i question myself like is this something i can even do i mean something i always think about i mean that's a fair assessment but like am i able to like empathize with someone enough to a point where i don't know i feel like i'm still learning and that's why i'm not in a relationship oh because you like you still haven't got that figured out so so i guess my question for you is like do you think you have it in you to be able to do that sort of thing yes or no i like to think i have like the potential to be able to dance in the room for a big diary like and tear my shit (laughs) yeah yeah and and you know what i feel like even if you've just been able to say that yeah man i don't even mind like the thought is like the first step in be able to make an action happen and obviously you haven't gone to that point yet you haven't felt that way yet but for you to be able to be like you know what I'm not necessarily against the idea, you know, it's a step in the right direction. Is it a thing like, because you just said not like, oh, yeah, you haven't been in a relationship for a bit. You know, I've been with my girlfriend a little bit now, and I can't remember what it was like to be single. But like, from your POV, right, are you are you ready to get out the game? Is that what I'm hearing from you, bro? Like, was you thinking that like, yeah? This game, I'll be ready to leave this game since, man. These streets are, are too cold, bro. To be fair, it's fall and it's coughing season in a bit, you know, it's getting cold out here. Bro, even in the summer, man, I was speaking to some of my guys. And yeah. I feel like everybody's around that same concerns. Like, it's nice and all to be single, but is it really, though? Like, at the end of the day, you want someone, like... I don't know if it's for selfish reasons, right? I don't know if people are in a relationship 
So that's why I need to understand this look. What could be the selfish reason? Because at the end of the day, you care about that person, right? But mm-hmm. you care about that person because it makes life easier for them. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like by nature, humans, right? Mm-hmm. We're very selfish. So we're with somebody because of the emotions we feel with them. I can actually get that. Can I interject for a second there? Because it got me thinking about like conditional and like unconditional love and the way you feel for somebody. And it depends on like, because generally, right, we don't really, or at least I guess most people don't really think about it and like rate all these types of loves and like what they mean for people or what they are doing for people. But I don't think it's bad. Well, when I say it like this, now it might sound bad. But honestly, I don't think it's bad if like a love is somewhat conditional. If somebody helps you to be a better person, like, oh, I love you because of, you know, the way you are makes me want to be a, a better me. You know, that might seem somewhat conditional, but I, I still feel like there's a level of purity there. If the thing where I love you because you have money, okay, then obviously that's not, that's not the right way to feel for somebody. But then again, some people are fine with that, like, as long as I have bar, or you can hold me down and you don't like, you know, you don't do me wrong. Or, or Gigi, so people are cool with that. But it depends on what you're looking at of life. Like, I know a lot of people, because these days, I feel like because of how stimulated we are as people, people like emotions are, are, are less available, if that makes sense, with most people today. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, we see so much, like, we get so much information from young people go through a lot of experiences that have like very full lives at like the age of 20 that at that age are like you know what i'm really i'm really not interested in like in, in you know in deep feelings in deep feelings they just want stability and like to enjoy their pleasures and they don't really want to like access those parts of themselves because it's either a, a burden or just long and that kind of yeah, it's kind of stressful for them, and you know, it might be sad and stuff. Cause that really sucks out the joy out, joy out of life when you can't really feel stuff. And I'm the kind of person that always says, "Yo, put your heart on your sleeve, man." I'm, I'm that kind of guy. Even though it might it might end up you being hurt, I honestly don't think like I think it's better to love and to lose than to like be making moves, especially with your heart half-heartedly. It's cause like you're wasting your time. Uh, energy life yeah you're wasting your life i don't say you're wasting your life because that is drastic yeah you're wasting what can be potential because you always live like you're the protagonist man and that's it that's a serious thing to like live by like think about that to always live like a protagonist trying to make or move your own story man like the world is revolving around you know it's not nothing like a egotistical sense obviously you gotta be a little selfish to think like that but you know you're gonna make moves thinking about what is the best that can come out for you you don't have to step on other people's toes but to, to have that scene when you're like <laughs> dancing in the rain you know what we we're saying earlier mm-hmm. and you now finish up that's like the protagonist movement but for you to be able to get there you mm-hmm. got protagonist. i mean if if that's what helps you get the girl at the end of the movie that's what that's what the main character does you get me you know these are very very like vanilla scenarios that we go out here teenage dreams but like people do really feel like feel this way and think this way 
you know what I was trying to kind of create like a conflicting like a clash because obviously I'm not in a relationship and you're in a relationship right uh-huh. so like I like to understand like the dynamics between how I relate to seeing relationships and how somebody in a relationship can kind of or kind of understands what a relationship is yeah I feel like being outside is the, is love real? Like, is there really love out there? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. I know you're telling me earlier about dancing in the room, but like, <laughs> is there like, that fantastic Cinderella love out there? Do you know what I mean? Like, is 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 that love, or is that just a fairy tale? Like, is there love where you look at someone and you go, wow? Like, I think I think it's, it definitely exists, but that kind of love is not always there twenty four seven. Like, you know that's like if you feel that way when you have like extreme you know i i forget what hormone goes into your brain to make you happy is it dopamine or something else but like when you have those rushes like that makes you happy like obviously love can make you feel that way but you're not always gonna have those rushes 24 7 constantly and the thing therein is like this is where you have to like really try and like take your time out to decide because there are two sides to it in a relationship right there's the there's the super romantic the softer more spontaneous like get drawn to the person out of attractiveness and like just who they are you're just you're just drawn to them that's like you know that that feeling you get me that's one part the other part is like who they who they are in terms of like the life they lead the life they live and if there's a possibility of some form of stability you know because i'm talking about I'm not talking about no Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde shit. Like, I'm not talking about no, you know, we're out here, four kids, we're not getting married. I'm talking about, like, you know, regular boyfriend and girlfriend. You know, you want to get together and, like, figure shit out. Or, you know, and even if it's not, you know, even if you just want to just hook up, at least you're doing it off of the basis of you find the person attractive and the person is an okay person that won't put you at risk. Because, you know, don't be a dummy and just be getting with people but you can't trust them but back to like you know because i'm talking of the perspective of someone who's been in a relationship from my boys here and like for me right I, f- I i get that butterfly that drawn feeling to to dawn and at the same time um i also like respect her a lot i trust her and like i see her as a very responsible person that like you know because when i met her like we were born in school and stuff and you know it's vibes we're having a lot of fun but at the same time like she was on her shit with school and generally like i'm a playful person and i'm not really a studier kind of dude but you know i was trying to like emulate her when she goes to library i try and follow her so me to study as well you know and that was things that like i really looked up to her and like, the way she did her shit you feel me um and, but that's like you know that's the way everybody should feel and think about that their partner and when you're with anybody like with any relationship be it your parents your siblings your cousins whoever you're gonna beef you're gonna have arguments and stuff but like if you can and this is where like also you have to also look at yourself if you're ready to be able to find that like that love you're looking for that like whimsical butterfly love because like when you feel that way with that kind of person you could also easily be so pissed with that person at the same time but you have to be willing to step away like you know clear your mind and then like just go and say hi to them again 
and then you realize that yo this guy this girl is my g you know and i like this person a lot but the two things you gotta do is put yourself out there and you have to be like super emotionally responsible so like i really do feel like that kind of love is out there like that that kind of feeling that romantic feeling is out there but it's really fleeting it's a thing where like it can make you like that thing can sustain uh, a summer relationship you feel me but like you 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 can't like build a long-term relationship with just that you need that other partnership kind of vibe to hold you down and that and like that emotional intelligence too so so when you got that down that's like the best way possible so i don't think there's any like relationship that's like 24 7 barbie and ken like it's just be fucking beautiful i don't think that's possible you know it's, it's an unfair expectation. I don't know. I've been spinning for a while. What you? What do you think? <laughs> See, coming from my perspective, I get exactly what you're saying. Well, I mean, I feel like when you're not looking, that's kind of when you find it. To be honest, mm-hmm. I, I'm at a point where I don't even know if I'm, I'm ready to let my emotions like free. You know what I mean? Or want to like it even. I feel like I've been there before and I don't know if I'm ready to why like why am I liking someone if I'm not ready do you know what I mean and like a lot of people don't understand that idea they say oh when you're ready for the right person I feel like you're just gonna put yourself in that same situation if you're fully actually not ready like yeah if you're not ready then like guess, you know you can just play around now like you said you just vibe around still like, again just like you said right uh-huh. You're finding someone that kind of emulates what you want, someone like you kind of like look up to in the same sense, and that looks up to you. Trying, I feel like maybe then there's like deeper. Like, but how are you going to get to that point, person? If you're not, if you're not willing to, you know, because red flags. It wouldn't be uh-huh. as soon as I see one red flag, I can't be. I can't. I can't yeah. see past that. You're turned off. Yeah. Yo, but like, I don't know. There, there are red flags and there are like things you don't like. You know, if you can always forgive, you can forgive somebody for something that you don't like. I can like learn to be with them, you know, and like overlook that thing. But like, a red flag is a red flag. But that doesn't mean every. I would be su- surprised if every single girl you speak to gives you red flag. Yeah, it wouldn't necessarily be red flag. Maybe it's the girls that have interest. Maybe, maybe the problem is that what. We are interested in hey, If you're looking for, you can go to church and find some very good girls there. <laughs> church girls are the worst guy. Is who told you that? Church girls are the worst guy. <laughs> see, I see where my see where my guys boy. See where guys. <laughs> what do you say? I was I was, I was laughing. I see where your voice changed, bro. I, I bro, I tell you that the best, isn't it? No. Well, I speak to one of my guys like, bro, dude, that is probably I've been getting to find a church girl. Like I said, they're the worst guys. Those are the hypocrites of life, guys. Some of them are serious hypocrites. Nah, I'd be like that a lot of time. Especially the, the, I mean, not everybody, not everybody's like that. Yeah, but you know, it's always be the ones with the the verse and the bio. Those are the <laughs> legend, those are the legendary ones. Still. Any Sam, anybody with Sam in their bio, you know, I feel like they, I, I feel like they didn't read it, especially you if it's just think they put it. Up. Especially if it's Sam's, bro. I feel like they just put it there. They didn't read it. I don't know. Maybe I'm being me. Bro, do you be, do you think people put tattoos on their body? Like people tattoo themselves, right? 
Uh-huh. I don't do read the Psalms and it's just they just like the verse. They haven't read it. Just oh yeah. It. I would imagine now, cause like if there's stuff like people put in like languages or like you know Arabic scriptures or like Chinese or Japanese, you know, text on their body and they don't have an idea what it says. I'm I wouldn't be surprised at all though. I'm thinking of what do you think about this? I'm thinking of getting like temporary tattoos. Do you think that's weird? Weird bro, I'm thinking of getting an actual tattoo. Man, that's between you, God, and your parents. Because that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> well, see yeah, it. People that we know that have tattoos already, yeah. Like well, yeah. I don't know how to put code now. So now one thousand like, people, right? Yeah. People right that you never expected from, right? It's especially when you're like, yeah, I imagine I guys from high school. And they get it. They get yeah. it, right? Yeah. And you think it's gonna be a mad situation, but, but it's just chill. Yo, you yeah, can never know. Realize, kind of realize at the same time that, bro, at the end of the day, you have to live your life for yourself. You really can. And, like, I mean, if you tell, it's always the ones that tell their parents early, like, yo, this is who I am. Very accepted now. Very <laughs> <laughs> accepted now. You're a good boy, your life guy. <laughs> no, but I think, like, we're not possessed. Exactly, bro. They're going to be like, where did this come from? Because you cannot start saying, this is the real me. Now, you have to show them from young. Yo, that's why I, t- I mean, I feel like maybe I cause. I don't think I caused too much trouble. My mom to say when I became a teenager is when I became troublesome. I don't know. She thought I was really nice when I was a kid, that I became troublesome when I grew up. I'm like, I don't think so. I think I'm the same guy. But yeah, man, you know, it'd be happening like that. It ain't my fault still. It ain't your fault. I was gonna ask you, yeah, because I was having this conversation about like uh, masculinity and, and, and like manliness in today's society versus you know a thousand years ago and i want to see what you think on this right so i, I was talking to somebody and and, and he and uh, basically this is the premise of the conversation that like there was this thing that he saw on twitter about like testosterone in dudes generally it's a lot less now than it was say 20 years ago and 20 years ago was a lot less than it was 100 years ago and he was saying that oh that's probably not going to be good for you know where we are right now in the world and stuff that you know if men are as manly as you know they were this is i can't really remember his specifics but he just said it's not good yeah, but me i was basically like kind of okay i can get it like if generally guys are not as manly as, as they were in the past like i guess that's like a change you know it's, it's different right we haven't really seen the effects of how that is more positive or more negative but it's definitely a change right but here's one thing I, that I kind of considered like after the fact that like in the world, let's say, assuming you believe in like, you know, human evolution, you know, homo sapiens, homo erectus, all of that stuff. Assuming like, you know, the first humans back then that lived in a much more wilder earth, wherein like they had the hunter gatherer system and these dudes were literally basically fighting for their life every day against the elements against animals against other tribes and warring states all sorts of stuff so like generally then life was a much more riskier place like you know somebody can pull up on you with spears and try and take your, your stuff bro if you, if you know if you're not ready to fight you're done you're done so there wasn't no established government or society but basically yeah before i start talking because you know i can't get along with it if in the world was it was a lot more reckless then and people had to fight more testosterone would be through the roof because guys are always like you know 
blocking heads, hitting heads on all sorts of stuff. But right now, the world is a lot simpler. It's a lot more automated. You know, most of our issues are very, very much already fixed that people have like, obviously there are going to be people who are contesting in their industries, like top corporations, like athletes and stuff like that. But the average person has a chill life if they want to have a chill life. So I think that's generally where it's come from. But I don't know what you think about that manliness talk and stuff. Do you think it's a thing? Do you think it even matters? I definitely agree with you to some point because I personally feel like it's possible for people to evolve backwards. So like it's possible there's animals that have evolved backwards where their horns poke into their head. They, they wait, 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 dead ass? Yeah. So it, it's kind of weird, right? Which so animal is this? A wonderful thing. I can't remember what it is, but I can find it. It's like a pig, right? And they have horns. And the girls really like big horns. So there must have been a couple more, a couple big boars, right? Some sort of pig that grown, that their horns grow into their brain now. So most of these pigs have a very short life expectancy because their horns always grow into their head. Mm-hmm. And that's because the females find it attractive when they have bigger horns. And the bigger horns are the ones that poke into their skull. It's really weird. But doesn't that mean they'll pass earlier and we'll have to, they won't be, so like is it as they grow, the horn is growing more into their brain? Yeah, so it's piercing into their skull. So by the time it gets really big, that's when they'll now they dies too late. But they've already passed on their genes. Oh they reach sexual maturity before they die. So now most of them are born with the unlimited the, the the eventual idea that they're gonna die very soon. So yeah, that's the same way I understand his perspective because I definitely feel like the less testosterone a man has, the more likely he is to be controlled, the less likely he is to oppose anything. That's why we don't have as many um, strong like riots as we used to do back in the day. Everybody's after five minutes, everybody's going home. Do you want to so. really riot to like back in the day? <laughs> it was die or leave. Do you know what I mean? I saw I saw a riot on Twitter in France yesterday. Those guys, they don't, those guys have high. I won't be surprised. Those those French guys are the real Asian guys. <laughs> They're so, the only ones that kept because those guys ride for ride sick. That's what I'm saying. So like, I heard that we still got guys out here that are ready to go for smoke, bro. So here's my question: Is it that you want more guys to be rioting? I just want us to stand up to like the idea of what the society is today. Like now, bro, like everything is a construct, right? Once we kind of realize that most things that we see, sorry, I'm trying to. Once we kind of realize that most of the things around us are just social constructs, like the idea of fraud, the Mm -hmm. idea of policing, the idea of drug control it's all social construct nobody has a right way to live and society deems oh that's incorrect you can't marry two wives because that is illegal if you marry two wives yeah your examples are wild right i must tell you today <laughs> yeah it's, it's mad examples because i'm trying to like paint this very mad picture of what society is becoming to me so here's here's my counter thing to that right I can see. Landed on that point. Okay, continue. Land your point. Land your point. Exactly because very important. Mm-hmm. Society isn't exactly what we all think it is. 
and like you're less likely to rebel against something when you're conditioned to believe that that's the only way and you're more likely to be conditioned if you have less testosterone because we don't fight wars anymore and people are saying it's okay it's okay to not have testosterone it's okay because we're evolving but why is it okay who says it's okay testosterone is used for way more than what we think you know means used to regulate body body functions so i definitely agree with your friend i mean you can paint me your picture no i don't i feel you know i get what you're saying still i'm not because i haven't really to be fair like you know put me on the spot right now like i haven't really put too much too much of a deep thought into it because like i can't i can't because i don't know my testosterone level personally i can't tell if i'm high or low and like what that would change for my life but like in terms of like you know people being docile and like falling into established order you know that's definitely dangerous in today because in today, like i'm thinking about like this is not a political like podcast or whatever so i try not to, i'm even trying not to mention anything specific or whatever but basically a world where like somebody can get on tv say some kind of stuff and it would you know galvanize a certain demographic to do a certain thing because like those people have fed into whatever this person is saying and obviously that is bad and like that's one kind of thing that i want so in that in that sense definitely i i, I can agree that you, you know what we need we need more individualism in that sense because it all boils down to good and bad things like because if everybody is following a moral compass you wouldn't be screwing up anyways you get yeah um the last thing i wanted to ask you bro was uh so did you read the article i sent you earlier no, I actually didn't. <laughs> Do you know what's crazy? I couldn't be good. I, yeah. forgot. I forgot to get back to the article. So it was something that like I was looking into. It was a nice concept called ego death. And before we talk about the concept, if you listen to the internet, they have a project called Ego Death. I'm sure you know the, the internet. Nice, yeah. sick music. I'm sure you've already listened to most of, that, so most of the songs already, but if you haven't, the internet ego death and i was thinking about it yeah i was thinking about it and you know what that means and it was and you know obviously your ego is who you are but it's a very foreign concept to say you know ego death the death of your ego how you can you know perceive yourself because that feels like self you know self like it feels like you're killing your self-identity but apparently in like in certain like schools of thoughts ego death is good for you in terms of helping you find your true self because think about it this way right when you're born and you grow obviously we've always said you get pricked up your environment we get that and you know your experiences shape who you are but at the end of the day like there's a core center there's a core person of who you are and generally like people imprint on you now all your activities the things you do make you yourself but at the end of the day you know sometimes you can get to a point where people start to now ask themselves that like, yo these things that i love do i love them because my parents pushed me into this certain pathway when i was younger but because my siblings or my friends were into these certain things when you know we did whatever activity like what part of me is me and what is like the rest of the world that has been printed on me and you know it can get scary when you get to that point but generally they say that like if you ever get to that point and like you're able to think through it and you step out of it and you find 
finally figure out like you know what there's a certain like moment when all of that dies well on all of those like those thoughts and those connections that are not truly yours are from like yo as i'm saying it right now i'm kind of confusing myself because this is kind of deep and all those stuff fall away and you finally have it within you like oh who you are and what you want that ego death there that awakening reawakening in your mind it is very fulfilling and stuff i was trying to do it by myself but i didn't really go anywhere i was just i just got bored i started listening to music but it was something worth worthy, worthy of conversation i know it's a lot nah <laughs> i get where you're coming from and the ego dream is a very interesting concept i don't know personally i, I want an ego death that i can't even lie to you i want to be able to just experience it and see where, where everybody's talking about because Man, the way Mike Tyson talks about this ego death or Joe Rogan about essentially is to be able to become a better person or understand better and define better. It's making sense. So, yeah. I don't know, the, the ego death, bro, like it, this might sound very wild, but mm-hmm. having an ego death, like even something they might use in future to treat like psychopathy or um, sociopathy. Oh, like, okay. Okay, that's a very interesting way of thinking about it because it might be a possible way of letting go of the self and seeing things i've seen people come out i've heard people who trip on ayahuasca or some form of water bath and they come out from this ego death and they and they um they're completely different people yeah those water baths are pretty trippy it's pretty messed up i've heard of them before it's like you get placed in them and it's like suspended reality in there i don't know how to explain it yeah and it feels like you're, 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 you're in a different universe i don't even know how to explain it like it's a dark it's dark but you're inside water but it feels like you're in a suspended animations kind of situation there's so much yo i never want to get caught by some secret government agency and people tampering me man that is my, one of my biggest fears ever that's the worst bro. yeah man that's the worst thing i can, I can think about being a test subject being a test subject is freaking scary bro not for nothing no, right no, burn no, up my eyebrows yeah it's pretty messed up now that you really put it like that i know the more i've grown up and you know living in society and like you understand how people see animals as people as well like they, they, they're on their own doing their own thing they feel they feel <laughs> pain they feel happiness and it's not nice mm-hmm. yeah i swear bro humanity still likes to yell <laughs> but do it in a humane way you feel me mm-hmm. all right I think this is a very fair point to be able to end the episode. This is episode 23. Do you have any closing words, bro? No, I'm just happy to be on here, you know, and it's nice to talk to my guy. And then, yo, thank you for pulling up, bro. We've been working on this episode like two weeks in advance, but we finally got it done. Bless up. <laughs>